RPG lessons learned. When the game is over, when your players are gone, that's when lessons are learned. We are at RPG LL Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, RPGLLPodcast at gmail.com, and check us out online at RPGLessonsLearned.com. Hi, welcome to RPG Lessons Learned, the show where you can learn from our mistakes. With me, as always, is Brian. Hey, Dusty, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing very well. And it's just me and Brian today. Uh, Mike is still in Florida, and Brian has no idea what we're about to do. I have no idea whatsoever. <laughs> I honestly think you're either going to tell me about uh, your Lord and Savior, D&D, or you're going to shoot me or something, by the way that you spoke before we started recording. Yeah, so we finished an episode just a few minutes ago, and I said, Brian, I want to try something. Let, 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 do you mind if we start recording? Brian, I want to talk you through a couple of, of DM resources. Ooh that I love and that are not particularly mainstream. So there are some wildly mainstream ones. Matthew Colville, of course, his videos are amazing. Um, of course, Critical Role is great to watch, but those are so mainstream. I want to turn you on to some stuff that I love that is not, it's not nearly as popular. So can you open a browser, please? Yes, sir. I can do that. And we're just going to navigate there together and, and, those listening can can pick up things as they go in their morning commute. So go to YouTube. I'm going to share a couple of YouTubers with you. And if you will please search for Dungeon Craft. I so I think I've heard of this one. Well, you're probably thinking of DM Scotty, but Dungeon Craft is different. Dungeon Craft is a guy. Yeah, that's it right there. Dungeon Craft 705 subscribers. Now it's 706. Yep. Live on the air. Well, not live. Weeks later, but whatever. Click on it. It's a guy who goes by the moniker Professor Dungeon Master, and I really like him, and his videos are all over the place in a good way. He has really short DM advice videos, but he also has a lot of crafting videos. I love his speed painting goblins. I love it. He did a recent um, review of Dungeon World where it's really less of a review and more of an explanation, and I really like the explanation of, of Dungeon World. But he also talks about um, just the secret every every DM must know, and the, the the secret every DM must know number two, and ways to have you know speed up combat is a really 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 good episode. So I really recommend checking out some of this guy's work. It's all in the ten to fifteen minute range, so he, it's short videos. He edits well. Um, he kind of reminds me of Ben Stiller the way he sounds, like kind of a, a dry delivery. Brian, are we allowed to play some other guy's audio on the air just for like a minute or two? Um, or a couple of seconds? Can we start up a video so people can at least hear how these videos start? Dan Dungeoncraft, we discuss the one secret that every dungeon master needs to know. And that's it. That's that's Dungeoncraft. So he goes into that, that nice intro sequence. It, it's pretty well edited. It's pretty well put together. I love the guy's stuff. Doesn't have nearly the audience as a Colville or a uh, or a Mercer. He but, looks very professional. I like he's he he's not like wearing a t shirt or a tank top or anything like that when he's recording these. He's wearing a nice shirt, a vest, and uh, his hair is nice. Yeah, I mean he he looks like he's really trying to make a professional video. He really reminds me of my old VP Lance. Oh yeah, I can see that. So. And I, and I really liked reporting to Lance. Um, go ahead and now search for me Runehammer. How do I spell that? 
Uh, rune. Oh, like rune hammer. Okay, Viking sorry. letter, and then hammer. I'm sorry. I thought you said Rudin hammer. <laughs> There's rune hammer. So he's got a lot more subscribers. Actually, maybe he is, you know, as popular as as one of the big guys. But I don't I don't hear him referred to nearly as much. Um, I really like him. And there is an episode. I forget exactly what it's called, but the premise of the episode, Brian, is it's 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 three encounters to start your campaign with. Oh, uh, sorry, that's three encounters to start your Dark Sun campaign. It's not the one I was thinking of. It, it, it's it's. Uh, any, anyway, I don't get lost. But he has a lot of great videos. Uh, he has the index card role playing game is his. Um, John, who still reaches out to us on, on Google Plus, who we played with at Terra Tara, recommended um, the index card RPG as a game we should look at for for your Ooh, campaign. Okay, I ordered a copy from Amazon just the other day. And I had backed a bundle of holding that included the IC RPG, the index card role-playing game some time ago. This is the guy that made it. And he really talks about a lot of different systems. He talks about uh, Genesis. He talks about Numenera. He talks about Dungeon World. He talks about, you know, D&D 5th Edition. He, he talks about his own system. Um, he's, he's a GM that really... Uh, cares about the different systems and different mechanics and, and all that stuff. And, and the way he talks, he really, uh, his name's Hankerin, by the way, um, the way he talks, he really cares about GMing and telling a great story. I cannot recommend enough the video about three encounters to start your campaign. And it might be some stuff for you just to steal for your, I mean, obviously we would never air it for your one shot that you're going to run with whomever it is that you, that you decide to run with. Okay. This yeah, this is great. Um I'm just looking over his thumbnails and this looks like a lot of fun. It looks like he has a blast doing these videos. Yes, he he is all in. And sometimes the first minute or two of his video is him being a little bit goofy before he gets started. And, and I kind of like that. It's endearing. And then once he gets started, he is in it to talk about what he's talking about. And I and I, I like that even more. The the goofiness humanizes the really in-depth knowledge that he shares in his videos. So I wanted to go ahead and share that with you. I also, Brian, want to share something that I made with you. Ooh. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do the URL online because uh, it's way too long. I'm not ready to release this yet. But if you will look at the email I sent you earlier today. Okay. What we have here is I took the Pocket Fantasy role playing game by Mr. Goringer, and I I converted the PDF to a Word document, and then I converted the Word document to HTML, and I, and I really cleaned up the HTML. I actually spent a ton of time cleaning up the HTML, cleaning up all the tags and stuff, but uh, I've built this character sheet, and using it, you can build a character. So you, you click on a button for the race and a button for the class, and as far as the rules are concerned, that is a character. Wow. And then I have the starting equipment down below, and we have some optional equipment you can you can check off uh, but this is how we can make a character in pocket fantasy so in advance of the index card role-playing game arriving and us learning it we've already played this game with dm scotty when we record the episode where we have mike back and, and we you know spring a game on you where we force you to run us live oh wow um mike and i can pull this character sheet up on our phones and literally hit a button for the race hit a button for the class and we'll have a character sheet on our phone that, yeah, see, you're clicking around, trying all the different stuff. It's really basic JavaScript to hide and show different div containers. Yeah. Really basic JavaScript, but 
I, I was so delighted with it when I got it working over the weekend for our game. I was really hoping that we'd record this today and I was going to spring this on you. Yeah, this is really neat. Yeah, and you're right. It's, you're just, you have these containers and the button expands and can, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I mean, I totally see how you did this, but uh, until you sprung it on me, I'm like, oh, wow, this is magic. Then I'm like, oh, wait, I know how to do this. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's easy. <laughs> easy to, I love making stuff like this where it's easy to do, um, but I love that. I, I'm going to clean this up a little bit and, and you've done a great some. job of cleaning. I mean, the it it looks really clean and it's really nicely formatted. If you right click and view source, that I'm really proud of how the HTML looks. But uh, I need to. I've got everything styled. Oh wow! Yeah. This this is just a nice reminder of how simple this system is. Can be yeah. I, I've got all the divs classed and <laughs> ID'd, and I need to go in and make a style sheet and make this prettier. Once I make it prettier, I'm probably going to post this to the. Uh, to the Pocket Fantasy RPG Google Google uh, Plus page, but uh, the world famous, the world famous, yes, Google Plus page. But here are some resources for you, Brian, that I just really wanted to share. Um, Brian, one last thing I want to offer you. So, I, I shared with you and Mike some time ago that I bought a bunch of fourth edition books. And I bought this lot of books online, and I bought them because it had some books that I didn't have, but it also had a bunch of books that I did have. I was going to offer you some fourth edition books if Ooh, you wanted them. Sure. I've got Heroes of the Fallen Lands and Heroes of the Forgotten Kingdoms, which are the two players' handbooks from the uh, from the Essentials line, where you could make characters. It just it was the easier way to make characters, but you can make any any character, any race, any class with with those two books. It has everything you need to, to make characters. Um, I've also got another copy now of the Player's Strategy Guide, which is not my favorite RPG book, but it's one of my favorites. My favorite RPG book of all time that I've ever sat down and read is the 4th edition Dungeon Master's Guide 2. The DMG2 just had so many fun ideas. I just loved it. But the player strategy guide was also really fun and interesting and had just a bunch of different character concepts and stuff like that. So I'm happy to bring you those sure. and share those with you. And then I also, last thing on this episode, I know it's a it's a brief one, but I wanted to share just a bunch of stuff. Um, Brian and, and Mike and I are going to soon get in a car together with a portable recorder and hit some you know used bookstores maybe a Goodwill or two, and we're going to go on a search for some old-school D&D stuff that we can find. I'm so excited. Yeah, a treasure hunt, so to speak, and uh, see what we can use to put to put a game together. Ooh, would we want to take that opportunity to do some video? Sure. Yeah, we could definitely vlog it yeah. and vlog our, uh, our, our each one of our stops. You are so 2008. It's awesome. <laughs> do, are they not vlogs anymore? I don't think people use that word anymore. Oh, what a shame. Do people still have blogs? Like, is LiveJournal still a thing? <laughs> LiveJournal, well, technically, Russians own LiveJournal now, but it's still a thing. Just nobody uses it. Hmm. All right. That's all I had to share with you, Brian. Any any thoughts about any of this? Are you actually going to watch any of these videos? Yeah, actually, I am. Um, so I'm trying to figure out how to... St- I don't watch a lot of YouTube. I, I feel bad about it because I, tr- I create content for YouTube. Um I really think I'm going to sit down and uh, expand my YouTube viewing. Right now, I basically just uh, watch videos of um, microphones and audio equipment. I think I can start doing uh, some uh, RPG 
related YouTube videos. I usually can't stand to watch YouTube just by itself. Like, I can't just turn on YouTube. There are a few exceptions. There are some great shows out there that have nothing to do with RPGs, so I'm not going to recommend them. But uh, there's some great shows that I will just sit down and watch, even with my wife, that are just YouTube shows. But for the most part, I've talked before about how I like podcasts so much more because I can carry the podcast around. I can listen while vacuuming, while doing dishes, etc. So I usually do YouTube if I'm already sitting down on a computer. Like I do this a lot when I'm working from home. If I'm working on email, I'll have YouTube up in a corner, you know, playing some videos or working through a playlist while I'm while I'm working. Um, I wish I could do that at work in point of fact, because it's it, it actually makes me more productive. But uh, why, why don't you? I just it would, uh, wrong impression. People walking by. But when I'm working from home, I, I unabashedly watch YouTube while I do stuff. So that's how I recommend watching this stuff. Yeah, I have a 4K monitor that I use, and I can split it off into four 1080p screens. And uh, usually what I do is I have, to your point, Facebook or Gmail or something up on the left and YouTube or something on the right. So, yeah, uh, I do that as well. Um, I'm trying to – I've got – it will sound so terrible, but – I've gotten into the habit of trying to get eight hours sleep lately. When I say lately, I mean like for the last few months, and that is so unlike me. Um, so, and I'm so much more productive when I sleep four or five hours a night. So, uh, especially with all the changes happening in my life, I'm my goal is to uh, is to it's really killed my productivity. So, my goal is to get my productivity back up. And but but maintain the sleep. Uh, no, I don't. Right. Even, I don't even like eight hours. I, sleep is so good for you. I don't even like eight hours sleep. I don't. <sighs> Sleep is so good for you. I slept great this weekend. I, 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 Friday night and Saturday night, I slept awesomely, and it was so great to catch up. I hate sleep. Yeah, fair enough. I'm reminded of when I subscribed to Disney Adventures, and the Sylvester Stallone Judge Dredd had just come out, and for whatever reason, they thought, hey, you know what a great magazine to talk about Judge Dredd would be? Disney Adventures. <laughs> Which is which was a magazine? It was digest size magazine. It was meant for like kid kids. But anyway, in the Disney Adventures, the uh, Judge Dredd. It was a supposed interview with Judge Dredd, and uh, one of the things he said was, "You know, I hate sleep, but it's a necessary evil. It's a necessary, you know, eight minutes a day I spend in a sleep chamber that I could be fighting crime, but that that sleep is a necessary evil." Just stuck with me as what a terrible way to live. All right, that's RPG lessons learned today. So if you're listening at home, DungeonCraft it's it's not a you know a popular series yet, but the content is so good. I really like his stuff. I like his attitude. I like his ideas. I like the way he presents things. The speeding up combat episode is great. Um, good short punchy videos with a lot of variety in his stuff. So I really like him. And then I've I've come to really like Runehammer. Ever since John recommended the index card role-playing game, and I got kind of deep into investigating it and learning and finding out what it was. So those two things, and then, Brian, we have a character sheet. We have a character generator ready to go for Pocket Fantasy, so I'm, I'm looking forward to our you know, ad hoc, off-the-cuff session. Sounds great. All right, thank you for listening. People call them postmortems, evaluations, appraisals, reviews, retrospectives. We call them lessons learned, and we're sharing ours with you. <laughs>